0: it is party time mom welcome to another episode of the chad Prather show hanging out here in the mothership of studio 22 we are flying into the regions you know where we're going we're going into the nether regions because that's the only place our uh puppet master mark tate knows how to take us the nether regions that's right the places nobody wants to go but we're going to do it today candisi the queen of the ethiopians you are a you I, you know what i was going to call you i was going to call you a slave driver i don't think you can use that phrase anymore these days But you are. You know how to crack the whip. I can't say that either, but I just said it. Racist. There you go. (laughs) You like it. Can't you? You're a bossy woman. I know. You're 24 years old.
1: Yes. The heck? But I embrace it. You know?
0: You do. You do it well, and you're not going to give it up. Over here at the Party Foul Pub, we got Party Foul Steve, of course, with Hot News, Natalie, and our buddy Andrew's hanging out in here. You know why? Every time I see Andrew, you know why you're around? You know, when you're around, you know who else is around? Charlie
2: Kirk. Oh, okay. I was going to say
0: another. <laughs> I wasn't going to say you're drawing flies or anything. But in the hot seat today, Charlie Kirk. Charlie, thanks for coming yeah. in, man. You thanks are for the. Me. Charlie, if you don't know who Charlie Kirk is, then you don't live on the planet. <laughs> and founder of Turning Point USA, he's got a brand new book out, The MAGA Doctrine. We're going to talk about that. How you doing, man? I'm
2: doing great. Thanks for having Good. me. Good. Yeah. You just flew in today. And- yeah, that's right. So a couple red eyes yeah. in the last couple of days. So. Yeah. It's been fun. I,
0: I don't know. I try to keep up with your schedule, man, and it's it's crazy. I mean, me you're too. Constantly yeah. going, yeah. <laughs> so I try to keep up with my own schedule as well. But and yeah. I said that I said that at Candace. I'm like, you're 24 years old. And I'm sitting over here at this world changer 26 year olds. Listen, what we love to do is we love to bring guys in like you, guys and girls. When I say that, it just reminds Party Foul Steve what an underachiever he is. <laughs> underachiever. And he's almost, I'm the oldest guy in the room. Uh, yeah, and has accomplished literally nothing. And I'm wondering if there's pictures in the book. <laughs> you know, Papa. Only on the cover. Yeah. Hey. This, this, and that's an iconic picture right there. I'm going to hold it up here for this camera right here. That's that iconic. That's CPAC, right? Last that's right. year.
2: That's where he hugged the flag. As soon as he did that, I yeah. said, that's going to be, I saw him do it live. That's going to be the cover of my book. That's the one. Mm. So everybody's got to get the MAGA doctrine. It's a moderately a pro-Trump book. book so. And
0: I mean, this is fresh. This is hot off the press. That's right. I can't wait to read this book. I mean, it's, um, it's exciting because... I, the thing I love about Charlie is he pulls no punches, and, and you're just kind of hard in. How's, first of all, how's the president doing?
2: He's doing great. He's in he's in amazing spirits. He's stronger than ever. You know, there's the old expression, if you're going to try to kill the king, make sure you succeed. Yeah. And my goodness, has the left failed? They've only emboldened him further. I mean, remember a year ago, we were talking about Bob Mueller, and Mueller is something that you haven't even heard Mueller, Mueller mention in the last six to seven months. Yeah. survived that survived every single Democrat attempt to remove him from office through impeachment, through black propaganda in the in the news waves. His approval ratings have gone up. The economy is roaring. He's in great spirits. I mean, the, the, he's, in some ways, we're, we're never going to have another president like him, but just how he is individually, no human being could withstand what he has to go through. Just the amount of physical duress it takes to have every other minute to have a negative story written about you, to have your businesses subpoenaed and he's stronger than ever. He's delivering incredible results for our country. What do you
0: think is next? We've had collusion, we've had Ukraine, we've had the impeachment, we've had all of this nonsense that's come along. I mean, it, it, you just name one thing after another—the sh- the the Charlottesville and
2: on and on and on. What do you think's next? Well, I mean, I, I, if I were to venture a guess, I think they're going to bring back some of the other stuff they've already done. Yeah. Um, they're they're going to bring back the, the, a lot of the fake accusations of you know individuals from 20 or 30 years ago. Uh, and don't be surprised if they concoct something absolutely nutty or wild in August or September of this year. Um, if I was the left, uh, I would I would wait and hold my best stuff, or my quote unquote best stuff, till August or September that you couldn't tie up in the impeachment hearing, but it could possibly have negative political consequences. But look, I would rather be us than them right now. I mean, yeah. they can't count votes in Iowa. Um, they're you know Their entire party's in complete and total disarray. It's a circus at best. And the, again, the president has a grassroots movement, the likes of which the country's never, never, ever seen before. Um, and he's succeeding on every single front. We're going to
0: get into some of that stuff and we're going to talk about the book at length. First of all, Guys, it's Valentine's week. I don't know if y'all realize that or not. It's Valentine's Day on Friday. I read a study recently, Candice, that said that men on average spend $328 on Valentine's Day for their men. And I know those of you listening to, you, you girls who are listening, y'all are now mad. And that on average, women spend $29 on Valentine's Day. Something's bad about that. That's not an equitable deal. I, mean, I don't like that thing. But let me tell you guys what you can do. Because just because she says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's, Valentine's Day... Doesn't mean she doesn't deserve anything. Not to worry. The books company has you covered. That's books. B O U. Q-S as in bouquet of flowers. They offer farm-fresh, sustainably sourced flowers for next or same-day delivery. Order today and get 25% off of your entire purchase. Go to books.com slash chad. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash chad for 25% off with the code chad. And remember, Valentine's Day isn't just for lovers. You can show your best galentine or some, you know, just show them some love. Give mom some love. Make the first move with one you've been crushing on. Come on, fellas. You know what I'm talking about. You think it's cold outside now? Wait. Until you forget Valentine's Day. The Books Company is here for you to make your life easier. And they offer more than just roses. You'll find sweet treats, beautifully styled bouquets, plants, gifts, and succulents on their site. This Valentine's Day, spread the book love with your first love, your forever love, or the loved ones that don't even know you love them yet. How about that? Go to bouqscom dot slash chat today for 25% off with code chat. There it is. Hey, this Iowa thing.
2: Do you think Bernie won that deal, and they're just burying it? Potentially. I mean, look, they buried the last poll before you know the caucus. Then they, I guess, he got more votes than Buttigieg. Again, I, I, I don't want Buttigieg to win because I don't want to have to say his name for the next exactly. four years. Um, I, I don't want to watch the man ev- eat everything he's out of him, him everything from him is at a central casting and i say he couldn't have changed his last name yeah i mean you're, you're trying to tell me everything about him he's like been running for president since sixth grade and i mean he's, he's like look, seriously everything is so so just tailored and just so scripted um i mean again if anyone knows that mad magazine is president trump hit it on the head it's alfred e newman like once you see that you can't unsee pete boot edge edge um but <laughs> Uh, allegedly, he won Iowa. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, and how does that happen? I mean, how is Biden, who who supposedly polling at the top, who comes in what fourth or fifth? I mean, that, I mean, it doesn't even show up. May, maybe the media elites that we put so much trust in are again wrong about basically everything they've been telling yeah. us. Um, and they, he's not going to do well in New Hampshire either. Biden won't. No, he's not going to. No, I mean, if, going if he to. has a top three finish, that'll be considered like a monumental win for him. Yeah, I think the guy's done. Honestly, MAGA doctrine,
0: though. That's that's why if you want to understand what's going on, I mean, if you want the real news about President Trump, spend some time with the guy that spends time with President Trump, Charlie Kirk. I mean, you're like an adopted Trump son <laughs> in there. I wouldn't go that far. I but. would. I'm going to go. That. I think he likes you better than Eric.
2: Okay. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, uh, no. <laughs> Eric's a friend, know, man. <laughs> no, but look, the president and I have a, have a good relationship. And that goes to show the type of president he is. Look, I'm yeah. a 26-year-old from Chicago who started the grassroots organization without ever going to college. Why would the president take the time of day to talk to me? Yeah. Well, it's because he's not an elitist. He doesn't care if you've gone to Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Stanford, or Berkeley. He cares instead of what you've done. And so he sees that Turning Point USA, we've mobilized hundreds of thousands of students across the country. And that really, you know, piqued his interest. Yeah. And so we started to develop, you know, relationship. And he'd always be saying, well, what do think about this issue, what's the biggest you know, concern and you know we were instrumental behind the president signing the executive order on free speech on college campuses. And as I've seen his presidency go, go from a rebellion candidacy down an escalator that most people mocked, very few people took seriously and even fewer people thought he would actually win the nomination into a full-fledged populist revolt against the ruling class. Mm-hmm. it just and now all of a sudden to a successful presidency. So he goes from escalator to billionaire businessman, kind of off the cuff to wait. We actually have results. We have laws. We have Supreme Court justices. What is he fighting for and why is he fighting for it? This book articulates the ideas behind the presidency, where they come from and why it actually matters. Is this a one time flash in the pan or is it that Donald Trump has remade the Republican Party for better for the next hundred years? And that's the argument I make yeah. is that it's a complete total positive recalibration from economics, foreign policy, immigration, rule of law, that, there, that most of America was disenfranchised by both parties over the last 40 years. Did you see a Trump presidency from the very beginning? No. No, and I talk about that in the book. I was a Scott Walker, then Ted Cruz guy and Donald Trump guy. Uh, Eventually, I was never anti-Trump. I was very Trump skeptic. And again, I was not one of those people that was like, oh, you know, going after Trump and doing all that stuff. But I was a doctrinaire, three pillar conservative, Mm -hmm. just like Mike Pence was. Mike Pence endorsed Ted Cruz in the Indiana primary and then ends up being his vice president. Uh, perfectly respectable position to you know support other people in the primary. But I had my doubts. I had my doubts that a billionaire businessman from New York that at one time was pro-choice and at one time you know gave money to Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation and Hillary and Bill at, at his wedding would all of a sudden be the most conservative president of our lifetime. And then it became a binary choice between Trump and Hillary and he comes out with the list of Supreme Court justices and I go all in. I travel the country with Don Jr. Uh, a couple months before the election and you know kind of really see some incredible things and see a movement grow and what I realize is, a lot of these people that talk a good game about conservatism with the right white papers from the you know, accredited think tanks in D.C., they're actually not conservative at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the ones that get us in these foreign entanglement wars where there's no success in sight. They're the ones that continually raise our taxes, the ones that keep our borders wide open, that put questionable justices on the Supreme Court. But when you have a patriotic, rational businessman whose entire modus operandi is America's in decline, I got to turn this thing around. That has never been done before. It's always a politician that has traded favors along the way. Mm-hmm. And if you will, Donald Trump goes down the escalator. Every other politician was trying to go up, trying to be like, how can I you know, favor trade to get to eventually the presidency? And by the time they get there, whether it be Obama or whether, thank goodness, it wasn't Hillary, they owe so many people so many favors because they're there. They either can't get anything done or what they get done is actually ne- going to impact the country negatively. Because here's a guy who can't be bought. That's and I say, this
0: over, I say this about the media, the mainstream media. He's untouchable when it comes to that. He doesn't care about political correctness, and I appreciate that. I call him that barbarian at the gate. He's just, he's just going to come out, and he's going to punch, and, and I like that. And as hard as that is, I, I almost see it like – because I agree with you. I was a Ted Cruz guy, and then I didn't understand Trump. I didn't understand what was going on. But then all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's sort of been like a great awakening.
2: I completely agree. And he's made us challenge every institution of power, from tech companies to media institutions to Hollywood. And a lot of them are on the ropes because of President Trump. You have a lot of liberal media companies that have been folding since you know, President Trump took office. Hollywood is less important than it ever has been. And they become further radicalized. But a well, you know, point that you made that is that is really, really important, which is I didn't understand Trump. Look, I didn't realize at the time, and we surely realize now, that there is so much pent-up anger at the ruling class and the kingdom of Washington DC and the wise men of Washington that this is this is decades long betrayal from our mm-hmm. leaders that president Trump was able to capitalize on. And look, he can't be bought. He makes decisions based on what's best for the country, yeah. not what's best for a you know, specific donor class or what's best for some favor. Like Chuck Schumer might have traded away for 20 or 30 years ago. He said, no, I'm running for the correct reasons. And the whole MAGA doctrine, if you will, is an American renewal. It's revitalizing a country where people, they couldn't always articulate it, right? They couldn't always articulate it, but they said, something doesn't feel right. I'm losing my country. I'm people are not things are not the way they used to be and again people would have different reasons to explain that but different pieces of evidence but that auto worker in Ohio is far more correct about the direction of the country Mm -hmm. than that lobbyist in Washington DC that is sending their kids to $70,000 a year private school yeah and is getting contracts on the backs of some you know nicely you know nicely arranged corporate deal that is completely out of the realm of reality president trump has given a voice to the voiceless what he's done for the black community what he's done for the manufacturing base what he's done for the the poorest americans is unbelievable and it's completely contrary to the media nonsense and the black propaganda that they put on our on our news waves it's actually the bottom 50 percent that have seen the most economic gains in the trump economy um so you put all that together You have an America that's in a much better position all across the board, thanks to the the, the vessel that is the most unusual. And so your your point, I say this all the time. Well, people say, I don't like his tweets. I don't like his style. I don't like this. I say, OK, let's it's a very, very simple analogy. Do you agree America was basically drowning under President Obama and barely treading wander under President Bush? Answer is almost always correct. Fine. You're, you're, you're drowning in the middle of an ocean and you see a light and all of a sudden a helicopter comes and someone brings you out of the water. You're finally able to breathe again. You're in the helicopter and you look up and you say to the person who saved your life, you know, I would like to see your tweet history before I actually accept your, uh, your saving of my life. It's completely and totally irrelevant. He saved the country. The results speak for themselves. People are like, well, I, I don't like his tone or his style. So you'd rather have Barack Obama, who is a smooth sailor into the abyss of America's destruction. It's basically what they're saying. Right. And again, it's, it's, it's individuals' feelings a lot more than the actual facts of America being turned around to a great American renaissance. What we are experiencing, the world cannot fathom. You yeah. travel internationally right now, they say, my goodness. Well, how is your economy so good? Um, Europe is in basic recession, and a- Asia is reeling. South and Central America is in mediocre, mediocre growth. He's turned this country around, and we have him to thank for it.
0: You have people all the time, and, and the point that I make, and that's a genius analogy right there about the helicopter, because it's so true. I'm you know, i not going to look at the pilot and wonder, well, who did he sleep with? How many times he'd been married? I don't care. It's completely irrelevant. I don't, I don't need to see his tax returns or anything like that. And I always hear people who say, well, we don't like his tweets, but at the end of the day, they like his policies. You'll never hear anybody say, well, we, we love his policy or we hate his policies and we love his tweets. We don't, you don't hear people no. say things like that. And the other thing that I get, and I hear it all the time on social media, is people say, well, we're, we've become a laugh, laughing stock to the world.
2: The world I, is laughing I, I, I at love us. this point. Yeah, I love it. Well, first of all, I'm really happy that Germans aren't really happy with us right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been, we've been funding Europe's Basically, free lunch for 60 years. Now, did Europe deserve help after World War II through the Marshall Plan? Of course. But the industrial base of Europe rebuilt itself rather quickly in the 60s or 70s. Germany is a functioning first world economy with brands that everyone here uses from Volkswagen to Porsche to Mercedes to Hugo Boss. They are, I mean, from bear, bear drugs. They're a first world economy. They have a multi-billion dollar tax base. Why is it that they are not contributing to NATO the way they should be? Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, oh, we're a laughingstock around the world. First of all, that's the, the, first of all that's completely misrepresented. I spent time in Europe recently in the last year, and I look at the Europeans in the eye and they say, oh, your president is a joke. I say, let me ask you a question. Do you think America is stronger or weaker since President Trump took office? Oh, you guys are stronger. Are you thankful or not thankful because of that? Well, I'm probably thankful. So you're trying to tell me when Vladimir Putin comes knocking on your door in France, is it going to be the Belgians that come to your defense, or has it become America's Tomahawk missiles? Mm-hmm. And it, it's very clear. You know, I was at a cocktail party once, and it's all these Europeans making fun of America, which is, I got about 30 seconds of tolerance for that. <laughs> and it's, it, here's the best way to end the conversation. Without America, what does the world look like? And every honest European, which is hard to find them sometimes, but they'll say, well, the world is less free. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. America's a benevolent superpower. It's 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 actually philosophically and geopolitically something the world has never seen before, where you have so much power and you try to use it for good. You don't always use it for good. We've done stupid wars in the past. We've displaced dictators we shouldn't have had, and Trump has been really phenomenal at critiquing that. But large in part, when there's tsunamis and floods, civil war, famine, it's America that comes with benevolence and generosity or peacekeeping operations Mm -hmm. what do you think the USSR would do with superpower status what did they do they killed their citizens what does China do with any sort of superpower status they put millions of Muslims in concentration camps every other country that gets superpower status will exploit their citizens and and wreak terror around the world Yeah. You got to be following Charlie Kirk on all social media
0: platforms. You got to be following Turning Point USA. And listen, one of the things that I want to point out to you guys today conservative voices are being silenced daily by left wing tech companies who profit off exploiting your privacy and then silence your voice. When you say something they don't agree with, I see it happen every single day. More and more, our most sacred right, the right to speak freely, has come under assault in places that were designed for us to share our opinions freely. And with no other options, you're forced to play by their rules until now. I want to introduce you to Parler. Parler is the news and free speech app that won't silence your opinion or violate your privacy for financial gain. Simply download the app, create your account, post, share, and speak freely can you say anything you want well no you can't threaten violence you can't commit actual acts of hate you can't harass or commit other crimes but that's not who you are anyway and that's not who we are so go to parlor.com or visit the app store to download parlor today i'm on parlor charlie's on parlor all god's people are on parlor you can follow me at watch chad that's p-a-r-l-e-r.com or find us find them in the app store parlor get news speak free and by the way it's the red app with the little p in there don't get confused by anything else that might use that name you spend a lot of time on college campuses and by the way folks if you are just tuning in we're listening we're talking about the maga doctrine brand new book hot off the press by charlie kirk turning point usa i was with you down at west palm beach for your student action summit the students loved you i love the students I love the students. I'll take that as an open invitation to come back. Yes. Listen, <laughs> Consid- consider it broken. I yeah. love it. The uh, I had a blast. I had a blast. It was it was fun. I love going to these events. People they're always asking me, you know, why do you go to CPAC? Why do you go to TPUSA? Because there's just nothing like it. It was so it was so warming to my heart, so to speak. I was so encouraged when I was at the airport leaving West Palm Beach, and you have all these. Twenty somethings that are walking around wearing their MAGA hats, wearing their Trump shirts, sweatshirts, you know, "Big Government Sucks" T-shirts. And like, it's like, yeah. Why can't no, people my, be proud?
2: My, my favorite part of this whole thing is we do the conference in Palm Beach. Five thousand students from all across the country, and I love going to the airport the night it all the night it all ends, the yeah. afternoon it all ends, and watching the faces of the Palm Beach intelligentsia <laughs> when five thousand kids wearing MAGA hats walk through the Palm Beach airport. <laughs> I know it's they, they they they're to they're flabbergasted it again the again, palm beach is a, is a pretty left-wing i mean there's mm-hmm. plenty of conservatives but generally it's it's a, it's like a ruling class manhattan basically and they'll see these kids that are enthusiastic that are 14 and 15 and you know diverse too i mean kids from every background imaginable black hispanic asian they'll be wearing the maga hats or the trump stuff and they'll just be they'll actually stop some of the kids like what are you here for like, yeah. wh- why are you in palm beach are you lost yeah. um it's it's rather you know again a lot of the ruling class doesn't even represent the country that they live in.
0: This this past weekend I went to the movies and I was wearing the TPUSA taxation is theft shirt, right? I loved the reactions that came out of that. And that's the beauty that I love about your voice and and TPUSA and all the different things you've got, the things you've written because it's just logical. It makes sense. And you sit on you sit on these college campuses and you have people who challenge you all the time. That's yes. And and you put the videos out there and it's just it's I've always said bad logic falls in on itself it is a house of cards you just give it enough rope it'll eventually hang itself
2: no doubt look i mean that's that's kind of how we've grown our following our millions and millions of followers um through all of our different channels instagram facebook twitter um is because i've said for a long time i want to go right into the combat zone mm-hmm. i want to hear what the other side has to say i want to respectfully cross-examine them if you watch my videos I right, don't raise my voice. I try not to. Maybe one in a hundred I will, but most of the time I won't. Um, I'll have every, every type of venom thrown at me. But I really believe the collision of ideas is how people learn. I think that just, you know, if you have a five or six minute video of just you talking to a camera, that's fine. I actually think it's a lot more helpful for a viewer to see person A, person B have some sort of a unfiltered discussion yeah. around a really important topic and so okay. I did that at the March for Life you know I'm very pro life I think it's a human the, the human rights issue of our time the misunderstanding of how li- what life is how it's created what is human life when does life begin I think a lot of our problems stem from that in, in culture. I think our disregard for human life, the dehumanization of human beings is stunning. And I think there's a lot of other negative, you know, implications because of that. And this yeah. president has been super pro-life. But I went to the March for Life and I had a five-minute conversation with a, uh, basically a Planned Parenthood pro-abortion activist. And it's, it's gone unbelievably viral where she basically makes the argument for population control. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's... That, that's, how, that's what she believes um, I've always suspected there are people on the side that believe that um, but it was very informative for the audience You know, the, the, ten, the millions of people that have seen the video to be able to actually get a window into that
0: yeah and, and I've heard, I've heard I, what I've done in the past is I've just kind of taken that argument to them and debunked the myth, the myth which is that po- because again at the end of the day that's a religion problem the, the population problem is a religion problem I mean just for instance and we get back to the book and talk about this Natalie here's the thing you go to India. They say, well, India is overpopulated. We can't feed all of these people. Well, then stop worshiping the rats that are eating all the grain that are on the trains. Stop doing that. And quit worshiping the cows that you think are Aunt Shirley and, and, <laughs> and kill one of them and eat one. You know what I'm saying? People wouldn't be starving to death. It's a religion problem. Natalie, what's on your mind? What are you thinking about?
1: I'm, I'm glad you said that. Actually, speaking earlier when he was talking about um – trump announcing i was actually trump from the very beginning look at you from the second that i i was closet (laughs) i didn't want anybody to know because you know the let's be honest the jury was still out but i think it 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 was more because i knew i didn't like obama my husband served as a black hawk pilot in the military we were not going to vote for hillary ever and not not a chance but I think everybody, just in a simple everyday mind, somebody who isn't a political analyst, it doesn't take somebody like that to realize that our country was in big trouble. It just didn't. And I, was, I think everybody's so sick of the political talk and what we were being fed constantly that when, you, when, I, when I saw Trump and I saw how brass he was, how honest he was, I thought, boy, I, I was willing to take that gamble because that's how bad I thought the hill was. Yeah. I really did from yeah. the very beginning.
0: Well, what did we have to lose? It was all or nothing. That's how I felt. You got to go all in. And when you talk about the MAGA doctrine, and you deal with you deal with a lot of the elites, so to speak, you're up against the, as you said, the intelligentsia, these, these folks who, you know, uh, it's just crazy the folks that think they're so much smarter than everybody else. But the MAGA doctrine, in a big way. Here you have this billionaire real estate mogul, playboy, if you will, the guy who was popularized as the epitome of success, the mm-hmm. symbol of success by everything from rappers to Hollywood, who knows how to communicate with blue collar, rust belt, yes. Bible belt people. How is that even possible?
2: Because he actually walked job sites his whole life, unlike some of the other members of the billionaire intelligentsia that did nothing but went from the Harvard to Goldman Sachs you know, pipeline. He actually walked job sites when he built Trump Tower, which is one of the most incredible stories in New York real estate where he put everything on the line, hired the first woman ever to manage a construction site in the history of New York City ever and was successful and asked carpenters and electricians and welders and truck drivers, what do you think about politics? What do you think what's going on? And that's why Donald Trump's 1978 interview is exactly the same message that he brings today. It's, it's basically the same. Now, he's changed on some social issues and some stances. Genuinely, by the way, he's genuinely had a change of heart on mm-hmm. abortion. He'll tell you that. He said that in the primary, and he's acted on it. It's not just vapor, but he he has always been fascinated in working Americans. Yeah. If you look, and I talk about this in the book, from the Wil- the woman rink to his, he took, he was fascinated in how Jesse Ventura won the Minnesota governor's race Um Surprisingly, he actually went out and met with Jesse Ventura and said, how are you winning? What is what's going He won out of nowhere. I, I don't know if you guys remember that. It yeah. was a total surprise. And he said, I just went to you, I just went to carpenters, you know, carpenter unions and pipe fitter unions and people that are work for a living. And I just asked him what mattered to them. And what mattered to them was better trade deals, stricter immigration and a strong country. And President Trump's always had that philosophy. He's always had a very, very pro-American philosophy. And his his question is always kind of like as a businessman, is the Trump Organization succeeding this year? Okay, that's how he processes information. Is America succeeding this year? You know, Donald Trump first got my attention. In fact, I have a tweet. I was not Donald Trump in 2016, but I was Donald Trump in 2011. When I was in high school, AP economics class, they they had these ridiculously nice computers for us, and I created a Twitter account, and I kid you not, I tweeted Donald Trump is going to be president. Run Donald Trump run 2011. I can and vouch for this. Andrew can I've vouch seen for it. it. There's like five likes on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> boos, I boost it back yeah, up every yeah, so true. often yeah. <laughs> just for like the original Donald Trump credit, you know, credibility. But what always what i always loved about him is similar to kind of the pup, the sentiment is he just cut he cut through the nonsense and he gave real solutions that were not just you know yeah. packaged in the typical party platform and look you made a really important point which is well maybe the maybe the welder or the teacher or the truck driver actually know more and it's true like this is the citizenry that our ruling class has contempt for i mean hillary clinton insulted Half of the American population and said they're in a basket of deplorables. Are the followers. She called them racist and disingenuous and Donald Trump's the exact opposite. He he believes in a country that the citizens have been betrayed by its leaders. And if you look at the set of policy decisions, NAFTA, our absolute capitulation to China, which is inexcusable, mm-hmm. our endless wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, open borders, those four things in particular. The Republican Party was perfectly fine with keeping the status quo. If you look at the Republican Party, you know, the people that are smart in the Republican Party. okay? they're the ones that are like, oh, yeah, we should be in Afghanistan forever. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, China, they'll eventually, it'll become like Manhattan soon. No, no, it's actually becoming more like Stalingrad and much less like Manhattan. You know, open borders, no, we can just kind of, they're coming here out of act of love. Remember that beauty, one of the guys <laughs> running for the president? The people are coming here as an act of love. President Trump said, no, we're, we're going to have stricter legal and, immigra- legal and illegal immigration policies. And there's been so much pent up anger and demand. So what I talk about in the book is what his challenge was and it's, think about this. Can you turn a nation around in decline? Like, we've seen it happen. So, a great example in kind of recent memory is we've seen countries go down and not be able to come back up. I mean, the United Kingdom and Great Britain went through a period of malaise. Maggie Thatcher tried to bring them back and they went into total socialism. Brexit might be able to help them a little bit, but they're not what they used to be. They just mm-hmm. aren't. America, in a lot of ways, under Bush and Obama, was going in the direction of just managed decline, mediocre expectations. And President Trump, the four words that changed American politics forever, make America great again, the whole idea of great again, everyone would always focus on the again, as if he wanted to bring us back to some sinister point in our history, which is nonsense. How about the great? How about the aspiration of excellence? Mm -hmm. That we are the greatest country ever to exist in the history of the world. We're the most generous, most benevolent, our soldiers fight for causes that they otherwise would not fight for only out of the goodness out of their heart and the benevolency of our country. And this is something that should be praised and appreciated. And the growing anti-American sentiment in our universities and high schools is outrageous. I deal with every single day. And again, the president is the most unusual vessel for this. And we can acknowledge that, but we also should appreciate it going into this election that he deserves our full-throated defense of everything he's done for our country.
0: Two more questions and I'm going to shut up and let you go. No, and I, and I want
2: every, I want everybody to get the MAGA doctrine.
0: I do. I, you can get it wherever books are offered. This is a beautiful hard co- I mean, look at this thing; it's gorgeous. I mean, it's probably the probably the greatest cover that's ever been on a book don't, ever. Don't, don't miss the
2: gold foil. Yeah, it's the greatest yeah. cover ever on a book. <laughs> <laughs> look at that thing it, it, with the with the gold. But I, think, the gold I think it actually summarizes his philosophy so well. Hugging yeah. the flag. Yeah, it just I love it. That, that's who he is. And
0: I remember when he did it. I mean, I we were there. I mean, and, and it's incredible. Thank so you. So I just. It's, it's great. I can't wait to dig into this thing. I want you to get it at Amazon, get it wherever you get it, Apple Book. I don't care where you get it. Just get the dadgum Book. That's all that matters. get it at get charliekirk.com yeah, well. I mean, go to charliekirk.com. Let's do that. Let's cut out the middleman. Let's cut out Jeff Bezos. How about that? Let's go
2: straight yeah, to Charlie Kirk. It might, Kirk. Re-route, you there, it yeah, might reroute you there, but it might reroute you there. But whatever. We've got options. Though. We'll got feel me. good it, about is what it we're on doing. Audio yeah is there audio version there will be okay <laughs> I, i'm not narrating but got, I, got, you know, I got the to, illustrated I got to version pick coming between too, <laughs> illustrated uh, narrators mean. that had very stoic voices yeah so i picked the closest to morgan freeman i morgan possibly could freeman. no seriously ah. they sent me audio files of all these people That's and awesome. it was like it was somewhere between like voice of god and kind of Morgan Freeman, yeah. so I kind of picked somewhere in the middle of Morgan that. Morgan Freeman kind of checks both boxes. Like, the <laughs> MAGA <laughs> Doctrine by Charlie Kirk. The only ideas that will win the future. Published by HarperCollins. Collins.
0: That's hilarious, dude. I'm telling you, man, I, I my gloves are off at this point. They I should because be. Because it, it, my gloves are off, and, and people get mad at me, and I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago, and I said, look, I might be pretty strong in the things that I'm saying and people may even call me vulgar for it and I'm not being vulgar by by the stereotypical definition of that I, you know I'm not cursing anybody isn't there's no up yours and go to hells or any of that stuff it's just I'm going to be blunt with you and straight with you and you've inspired me to do that oh thank you're you. one of those voices who's done that because I'm like this country matters. It really does. And back to those two questions I was going to ask you. First of all, do you think, when you consider MAGA, when you consider, you know, and now keep America great, and you have these things, and a Donald Trump presidency, how has it changed politics in America
2: forever? And that's such a great, such a great question. Yes. So let's pretend yes. there's a leftist. No, it really is. Let's pretend there's a Marxist watching this, or a leftist, or a liberal, okay? They should love the idea of Donald Trump. You might Mm -hmm. say, what are you talking about? They don't have to love his policies. They they should love. And and again, the the left is so dishonest that they would never admit this. They should love that someone can challenge the Bush dynasty, the Clinton dynasty, Mm -hmm. 16 Republicans, kind of run on a whim, get a bunch of people excited and then become president. Why should they love that? It's proof that our institutions actually work in the idealistic sense. From, From the young age, I was always taught and you guys were always taught in fourth and fifth grade. You'd always ask the question of the teacher, well, can anyone be president? And the teacher would say, yes, everyone in this class could be president. Remember, I'm, I had conversations like that in fourth and fifth grade when we were mm-hmm. learning civics. This is proof that anyone can be president. He wasn't supposed to be president. And so when a liberal looks at Donald Trump, they should be really, really happy that anyone at any time can, can stress test our institutions. Has mm-hmm. he changed politics forever? Absolutely. He has challenged what I think is one of the most sinister forces in America, which is the media they are so dishonest they, and i don't say this lightly we deal with the media every single day they are activists yeah they they're no different than antifa they're antifa with twitter accounts that are verified yeah and not all of them but a lot of them a lot of, now there's some good ones here and there We've dealt, we've dealt with them. There's even some good ones at the New York Times or some good ones at CNN, few and far in between. A majority of them are activists. We dealt with like the fact checker people the other day. They're act, they're, 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 and we don't have to say any names, not going to say any institutions, but they're, they're, they're fake. They're like, they're just, it's fake news what they're doing. with Fake fact checking. It's fake fact checking. Fake fact checkers. And so anyway, yes, he's changed politics forever. Yeah, which is a perfect lead into
0: the final question. Charlie Kirk presidency fifteen years from now.
2: No, no, no. I mean, I,
0: I, so you I, sound I, like me in that regard. people are like, you need to run for something. I'm like, oh no.
2: Well, look, I, no. I'm having way too much fun. I'm yeah. enjoying myself. I'm 26 years old. My whole, my whole 2020 is about one thing: is to get the president reelected. That's yeah. what, all I really care about. Um, and he's on a good course to do that. But this is going to get really nasty. Everyone listen to this. I just hope you understand. Think of the nastiest moment in 2016. They are not going to let this guy get reelected without the most brutal, drawn-out fight. We're going to have the tech companies getting involved. The media is going to get worse than ever. They're going to be taking down Twitter accounts left and right. They're going to be taking down videos on youtube they are going to be coming after us they are going to be following us in the middle of the night they're going to be breaking into our houses you think i'm joking they are going to be violent that you will not be able to walk the streets of the maga hat without your your physical health be put in jeopardy and i hope it doesn't get that way i hope that this clip gets unearthed and everything's like wonderful i hope that the country comes together and we have a beautiful unitarian healing moment in september (laughs) okay let's be honest with ourselves <laughs> we're at a culture war right now yeah. and, and like you said the gloves have been dropped they are off and the left they want a bitter destruction of our country badly and it's about time we fight back twice as hard punch back twice as hard the president deserves our support right in 2016 people showed up on a guess and a whim and a hope we don't have that anymore we have assuredness like we know We absolutely know what he stands for. We know what he's delivered. And if you're doing anything but getting yourself to vote, every other friend registered to vote, posting about it daily, oh, I don't want to lose my friends. Okay, if your friendships is more important than the health of our country, then... That, fine go live go live in france and have a bunch of friends then okay and just be <laughs> switzerland mediocre. you can oh, yeah, have well, democratic yeah, socialism yeah, yeah, go, go, and i say that good luck immigrating in the, to switzerland because yeah. they have the strictest <laughs> immigration policies but anyway i want to compliment you your show's awesome thank you i i know i've talked most of the show but i, I appreciate that's what i, that's it, what so, I wanted yeah, you to do so. charlie five-star ratings every time that's
0: all we get we only believe in five-star ratings because it's what we deserve And we only take positive reviews. If you're negative, go somewhere else. Uh, But I encourage everybody, go to charliekirk.com, follow him on every social if you're not already, and I bet a lot of you already are, but get the new book, get the MAGA Doctrine, get it. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll capitalize on, on what he said whenever Hillary Clinton called us a basket of deplorables. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that, you crazy, crazy lady. Um, I, uh, and you can go to shop.blaze.com or my website, watchchad.com, and get our merch stuff. We have our Y'all Elitist or Dumb shirt, uh, and we misspelled everything. I love that. Y'all Elitist or Dumb. You know, thank you, Rick Wilson, for being, you know, that level of idiot, too. Um, These guys can't get out of their own way. They really can't. I mean, you guys are all, uh, Uh, lion dog face pony soldiers and it's just beautiful it's just beautiful (laughs) what these people just continue to say charliekirk.com if you want logic if you want reason if you want to be able to have an honest and intelligent conversation you need to devour everything that Charlie is saying everything that Charlie is writing Check out the Falkirk Center. There's so many things that are going on. I appreciate your stance yeah. for life. The Thank reason, you. first and foremost, I am a conservative is because of my fight for those who don't have a voice, and that's the Amen. unborn. So that's right. Let me tell you, Andrew. Thanks for taking care of this guy and keeping up with him. It's a pleasure. Party foul, Steve. One of these days, you're going to achieve something. Look you at really this, are. He dresses nice. He's than fantastic. I do. He He's did this for Glenn. I was scared yes. I was going to run into Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, yeah. Glenn, Glenn. We're coming for you, Beck. <laughs> Glenn just wants to be the Chad Prather Show. Glenn I don't know what the other to do side with of the that hall guy. From me. We got to get <laughs> him out of here. Hey, folks, go to watchchad.com. I'll be in Corpus Christi, Texas, Saturday night. Come and find me. Be in Tomball, Texas on the 16th. So just make it a full weekend of Valentine's. Uh, don't forget, go to the Books Company, books.com slash Chad. And then also, check out Parlor and follow us. Follow Charlie, follow me, and all God's children. <laughs> I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Charlie. Bye.